Fam, what you out here doing? Uh, taking uh, late night Monday ventures. <laughs> late night strolls on the beach head ass boy. <laughs> What's going on with you, bro? Man, nothing, nothing, everything, everything copacetic. Let's go. <laughs> I heard no <laughs> <that> shit. <laughs> everything copacetic, like oh, for real. <laughs> Like exactly so. bad, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> nigga, you know I know you, right? right. <laughs> Everything's not cool mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good though. We'd like to welcome everybody to the Push Positive Podcast, it's episode forty-four. It's your boy Provide. Let's go, man. I'm showtime. All right, let's get right into it. You know how we like to start out, so we're gonna get into it right away with some black excellence. Yes, sir. Um, I want to give a uh, big shout out to uh, Vivian Malone Jones, who was uh, the first uh, African American to uh, graduate from the Al- uh, University of Alabama um, back in 1965. So I wow. can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what what she endured while she was going there, man. And how she was how she was able to succeed under that the worst kind of pressure imaginable. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So big praises to her and her lineage for that accomplishing that historical feat. And then after she graduated, she uh, ended up going to work for the U- United States Justice Department in the Civil Rights Division. So that's right along her line. So definitely right. a big shout out to her, Vivian Jones, Vivian Malone Jones. So big ups to her and her and her family. Dope story, man. Dope story. That's, that's, that's crazy. So, and you know, back then, you know, it was Alabama was man, Mississippi, the worst Alabama, the worst. Bro. Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, they were the worst. <laughs> the worst of the worst. So can you imagine right now some of the stresses that some of the people talk about having to focus with school today compared to what she had to focus on and what she had to get through on a daily basis, just getting <laughs> from one class to the other, or man. even being in class with the individuals that don't want to be there and that man. could possibly be a part of a lynch mob that can kill her for being there. And then even the professors, you know, the professor wasn't really trying to fuck with her like that either. Regardless, I mean, you know, quiet is kept. Even they probably had some shit to say about it. Yeah. So I mean, just just under those conditions, that's just to me, that's amazing. That's crazy. And I, you just go back and think about all these these examples that we have uh, that we talk about with black excellence and all these other stories that we talk about. The pressure and the fortitude that it takes for these individuals to get past some of the shit that they go through, man. It's like. Right. Damn, you just the, the mindset that it takes to overcome some of these things, man. It's amazing that we're able to overcome some of these things that we've been forced to face, but we get through it, man. So this is an example for everybody out there that you you're going through something right now. Just imagine what she went through. <laughs> you're struggling in school. You're going through imagine. something right now to where people hating on you. Imagine what she went through. <laughs> we got to find these examples right. and keep these examples alive, and also sharing with other people so that they know that you ain't got it as bad as some other people have. No, you're right, man. And that's an important thing to remember. Whatever cipher, whatever situation you're dealing with, I always know, man, you ain't you ain't got it the worst. You ain't got it the worst. It's, as tough as it may be, and why me, and them, and da-da-da, you ain't had it the worst, man, because ain't nobody went to college in Alabama by themselves and graduated, <laughs> you know, other than her. So let's talk about it. And also, a uh, big shout-out to Supreme, somebody wanted his birthday this week. Yeah, man. Yo, shout out to Supreme, man. One of the uh, you know, uh congressmen out there in uh Milwaukee, man. So definitely shout out, big big shout out to him for his birthday. How old how old is fam? Like I I forgot to see how old he was. He uh he forty two. He forty two. Okay, That's 42. why he had the little Jackie Robinson uh okay. jersey, that type of thing out there. So he's forty two, man, and 
So it's really, it's, it's really good to see the growth and development of the guy, man. Because I remember when I first met him, you know, he was like a football player, a rapper kind of guy, you know, just trying to do certain things. But his mom was involved with politics. So now to see him right. go from precinct committeeman to councilman to this and that, you know, shout out to Supreme, man. He's doing his thing, Supreme Solo. Happy physical, bro. Definitely. Happy born day. So just I didn't want to uh move on without forgetting to say happy birthday to fam. So I know that's okay. I know we we try to give shout outs to him as much as possible because he's a local hero and in the situations that we know him from. So definitely want to give him a happy born day. Uh but I, I ain't know if you saw this or not, but everything that's going on in Texas right now, they got a whole school district that's quarantined. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say. Hey, when I saw that, I was like, you mean a classroom? No, no, no. Uh-uh, no. District. <laughs> Logic, you know, Logic out there in Texas. He was talking about that shit like motherfuckers, like it's the hard head of this motherfuckers that always get the biggest backlash. Like them niggas, they wasn't trying to wear masks never down there. Like that was yeah. the whole thing. And so and, and and that's the whole problem because right after that, even after the whole, like I said, the whole district was quarantined, yeah. the parents still went to like the town hall meeting or whatever kind of meeting they was having amongst, you know what I'm saying, the people in the city. Yeah. And the parents had the the audacity to get up there and testify that their kids are still not wearing masks. Period. And they're gonna <laughs> fight them. They're gonna fight this until the end. The, well, this is the end because all y'all stuck at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the end. It's, it's over for y'all. <laughs> and, and you, you know, we talk about we like we don't wish nothing ill on people, man. But sometimes you can't save people from themselves. No. And and, and if and you are sometimes... doing. It's just crazy, man. Like, it, no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say sometimes it, it reminds me of like when our moms, when we knew we was doing some shit we wasn't supposed to be doing, and they'll let us fuck around and then hurt ourselves, whatever, and they hit us with that. That's what your ass get. <laughs> That's what they ass get. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And this one lady had the audacity to say that her grandfather fought in Nam for her rights to freedom. So the fact that they were trying to make her kids and her grandkids wear masks was a violation of their rights. And, they, and, they, and the only thing that I could think about is when she started talking, I was like, mm-hmm, how I feel. <laughs> Somebody yep. mandate you to live a way that someone else tells you to disregard your rights and make you live a certain kind of way and say you ain't got no rights. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all good and it's all fair and it's all right until it's your time. Until it's you. We've been yeah, exactly. dealing with this shit, man. We've been dealing with this shit since we came out the womb, man. Like exactly since we've been here. This is just another clear example of, of privilege too. Fighting for the rights that you deny of others and supporting others that deny other people their rights. Yeah. But then you got the audacity to say that your rights are being violated. <laughs> Damn. Is that a bitch? Damn man, ain't it? Like, hold on, do you like, and it's crazy, and it ain't nowhere near some of the stuff that we be fighting for, some of the rights we be fighting for. Like I said, all the comedian said, well, we all fight. All we want is to matter. That's all like, we what, want what is to matter. We, we, we fighting for civil rights. Can we get right. civil? Right. Can we just be civil with each other? Can y'all stop hurting us? <laughs> Can you stop killing us? Yeah, I leave mean, us just, alone. Just that. That's all y'all we just want y'all to leave us alone. Y'all motherfuckers, y'all. That ain't even good enough. You know, it's just crazy with the mask, man. So my thing is this, man. My thing is this. The mask that these people is talking about are acting like, they act like it's a motherfucking bracelet or like a chain like we had to wear during slavery. 
It's literally just a mask. You can wear it, make it cute. You can wear it, make it nice. And, you know, they act like a motherfucker can't breathe through it or something. They act like having that mask on is affecting somebody's health or something. Like, half you stank breath motherfuckers need a mask on anyway because <laughs> your mouth is bad. <laughs> and your mouth bad and you got bad hygiene. <laughs> right. Where that motherfucking mask? Keep that breath in there to your goddamn self. I wish they would have came out mask when I was in high school because it was this one nigga, Eugene boy. Every time you talk to me, like, shit, nigga, I was gonna cheat off your paper, but if I gotta talk to you, fuck it, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna take an F because if I gotta smell that, that's damn it. that's that's failing too, nigga. <laughs> right? I'm failing either way. Guys. And and that's crazy, fact, because it's you, you say it's a mask, right? So I'm like either or. All right, if you're not gonna wear the mask and you're saying I ain't gonna wear it or I don't wanna wear it because it, I don't feel like I should have to, I hear that. But at the same time, you're doing something that can affect other people, which is you can affect other people by doing so. And and at this point, if you are talking about your rights, what you about are fine. You are right. fine to be within your own rights, but when you start violating the rights of others, then you right. cross the line. <laughs> You cross the line, but to some people they just can't see that, man. And it's it's a thin line for some people, and I get it. I know the arguments to it, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. We just got to figure it out, man. I just think they're losing their shit. And at the end of the day, if, if one of their kids died from that shit, then what? Yeah, not them only responsible for that. But shit. Them, no, 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 because them them the individuals that be trying to sue the school, sue the government, and say it's the government's fault. <laughs> but y'all, y'all the ones who went up there and said the speech at the town hall meeting. Talking about which exactly. kids, what it was and wasn't gonna do and shit. Yeah, with no mask. Yeah. And then when they die or something happened to them, then they mad and they outraged and they want to sue. <laughs> that's crazy, it's, bro. It's backwards, man. We live in that's even a thing. Like, it's backwards. Motherfucker will win the case. Yeah, I mean they damn near might because it's it just it's just funny like that. It's funny how shit works out when when you get to talking about people's rights and infringing on other people's rights and like we said this always come down to the same conversation which is it depends on whose rights you're infringing on right right <laughs> it ain't the fact that you're infringing on somebody's rights it's whose rights are you infringing on because yeah. then you'll see some movement in what they're talking about otherwise it ain't gonna matter it's gonna be the same old same old same old same old it's but, crazy. Uh, all right oh no go ahead man I, no I, go I, ahead go I, ahead no you good go no, ahead. i was gonna say it's crazy because so it was just at one point they was um they was uh testing uh syphilis and um and gonorrhea on black men. Miss Everett Boys was the movie about it. Uh, and the reason why they was testing it on us cause we wasn't dying. We was able to carry it and have it and shit like that, but they wasn't telling us what they was testing on us. So what they tried to do with the vaccine was they tried to get it out to the uh primarily African American urban cultures and that kind of stuff, but we wasn't going. For whatever reason we weren't going this time. And people mm-hmm. still ain't out here trying to get the vaccine, which is different because anytime motherfuckers giving out something free and doing all that kind of stuff, usually motherfuckers be on it. So what the studies were saying now is that motherfuckers, they, they almost willing to say out their mouth, people with melanin or people of color ain't dying from COVID-19. No, neither one of the strands. They saying like if it if it was a person that died from it, they had pre-existing medical conditions. You know, so now now they 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 damn near finna put their foot in their mouth and be like, if you black, you ain't gotta get the back. If you black, you ain't gotta get it back. <laughs> if, if you black, no back. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's basically what they were saying. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. That sounds like either y'all trying to kill us or y'all finally willing to admit the truth, which I don't see ever happening. 
So right. y'all just like basically saying, well, "Fuck you, it's up to y'all. If y'all, <laughs> whatever y'all, whatever y'all do, and if y'all survive, we gonna get some of y'all blood and y'all plasma, and we gonna get that to everybody else." <laughs> <laughs> and that's ain't that we always been a scapegoat and we've always been a guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. Like it's they, they literally saying if a motherfucker black, they ain't gotta get it. Like that's crazy. And people still don't understand like people's resistance with the government and situations yeah. like this with shots in and medical situations and why the majority of the black people that we know to this day, the majority of the black people that we know within our family or just around us in general. Yeah. Don't fuck with no kind of medical shit at all. Man, unless they absolutely got to. If you unless got they absolutely to, got to. Just might. don't fuck with it. Don't trust it. Yeah. Never had trust in it. And I mean, that's in our community. And that's that's one of the reasons why we getting killed by so many of these illnesses. Because most of the time, we ain't finding out till it's too late for the cancers yeah, and all yeah, of this other like shit. Because people don't go agreement. in. Yeah. yeah, it's like an unspoken agreement. We ain't going to go in. And, and by the time we go in, now it's irreversible. You know, if you yeah. catch certain things, Early enough in the st- certain stages, you might be able to do some, you know, go in and get it and get it before it's, uh, you know, permanent and all that kind of stuff. But we just be, your heart got to fall out your mouth before <laughs> you go to the motherfucking doctor. <laughs> and that's crazy because that has a reverse, you know what I'm saying, effect on our people. Because instead of us going in and taking care of ourselves and living as long as we should, we yep. don't. Because we don't go in because of that that damage that was done to us mm-hmm. with the mistrust that was that, that we have amongst, you know what I'm saying, our people against the opposition person. And that's the craziest <laughs> part about it. These motherfuckers, the Caucasian doctors and things like that in our area, they'll literally ask us, like, why don't y'all want to go? And I really so bad just want to be like, bro, have y'all seen y'all track record? Have y'all, do y'all, and y'all not, y'all not following history and how we've been, you know, used as guinea pigs and picked and prodded and not taken the best care of and one out of five black women died during pregnancy. Y'all don't see them numbers? There ain't no hidden numbers, dog. That's that's common knowledge. That, that's that's out there. So that's if y'all gotta ask see. the question why, check your motherfucking resume. But you know, <laughs> but you know why they ask why? Because they know that the majority of the people that they ask to ain't gonna know those numbers that you're talking about. They're not gonna know those numbers, and they 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 understand that they fear it, yeah. or they, they don't trust it. But sometimes right. they just don't. They're not educated to the fact of where that mistrust comes from. They just know that, like you said, like if motherfucker break out of the motherfucking movie theater right now and get up and start running, we all running, right? We out of there. I don't, I don't know why y'all running, but guess what? I ain't finna sit here and find out. Why. I ain't finna be the one to learn. <laughs> I ain't finna, finna be learn the one me today. To, to explain it. <laughs> so, and, and sometimes some of our people don't know why, but they, there's just a constant mistrust of anybody, any systems of authority. Because we've just been mistreated by every system of authority in America since we've got here. Man. So it's a mistrust in all of it, and we just can't get past that. Some of us, and that's that's why I said it's it's an illness in our community, man. That how do you fix that? Like you you can't just assume that we just all of a sudden everybody in the black community is gonna start trusting everybody. No, it don't work like that, man. You got to go back and figure out all of those years of damage that was done, and the mistreatment that was done. It's gonna stick. It's gonna stay. And this is we're talking about generations of mistreatment. Not oh, yeah. just one, one or two generations. We talking about this has been over centuries and centuries and centuries. Like it just been since we've been here, right? And it's it's messed up, man. Like I don't understand why people just think we're supposed to be like, all right, no, it is what it is. That's my thing. Huh? That's why I said, don't ask me why, goddamn it, because I know why. I can explain it to you expressly if you want to really know. That's why I be talking about. Don't ask me why. 
And I think too, it's it's an insult. It's an insult to your intelligence. Number one, right? Yeah. Because they assume that you don't know. But then when you do know, now they're looking at you like, well, no, well, what? Now explain it. Now do you tell me why I should trust that? Right. Because everything you're about to tell me right now, I promise you that we didn't heard it already before. I guarantee you, we like heard you it. Said, like you said, for generations, man, our grandmamas, them, they heard it. Our great-grandparents, they heard it. They, they heard it already. So you just saying it in a different way. You just saying it yeah. in a different tone, man. And, it, and it's been it's just been too long since we've been here, man. Since the beginning of the time, since we've been here, it's been the same, same thing. And then eventually when they find out the studies later on that it was more damaging to our people than it was to other people, then it's too late. And then yeah. they look at us like, oh, well, that was that was our fault. And we might might get some side-handed apology, but outside of that, we won't even get that most of the time. Right. Just, they right. go back and say it is what it was. Like, we didn't know, and that was just the science at the time. Hey, be on okay. more my bad type. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, science at this time says you don't know, so I'm going to trust that you don't know and not go with it. <laughs> right. How about I'm that? Saying, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with saying you don't know, nigga, and I'm not going. <laughs> They even hey, think about this. They they just got finished booing your boy, your right wing man in Alabama for mentioning to the people that he was out there visiting and, and trying to geek up again. Yeah. And when he mentioned they should get vaccinated, they booed Buddy ass right out of the <laughs> man, bro. That shit, wow. And th- look, that's your crowd. Yeah, like them you, your people. Them your people that you brought up to this situation. So. This just goes to show me how this goes to show you how fickle fans and supporters can be. Man, just finicky, like, bro. Just it, it's just they just fickle all the time. Because you think about this, we thought Trump was bad, right? But what we not—if you're not paying attention right now—it's it's people that's lined up on on the Republican side that's smarter than Trump, mm-hmm. and and they more conniving than Trump, and more devious. That's what I was about. To but say. they got the, they got the same, but they got the same beliefs. And, and that's the thing. So the problem with Donald Trump was that he made his beliefs too like it was basically like, okay, if you if you really want to get to the source, you're gonna send in the ninja. You're gonna send in a covert operation. You're gonna send in a right. sneaky motherfucker. Uh, you ain't gonna send in an army tank, a motherfucker running around like GI Joe and Hulk Hogan and them type of motherfuckers. But that's who Donald Trump was. Like you said, they got the same ideas. They got, but they so smooth with it now. They sneaky with it now. They soft. Okay, all that loud mouth, boastful bullshit, that don't work. They catch that too easy. We got to nope. sneak now. We got to sneak. Yeah. And they, they plotting right now. And if you ain't woke, if you ain't paying attention, good luck because they coming. And they, and, it's, and they lined up right now. So you think about it. That crowd that he created, you know how easy it's going to be for them to transfer over to the other people? Hell because yeah. Because they got the same and now, belief. It ain't like they're losing them. Now you don't have to be as ashamed. When he no. was in the thing, if you if you followed him and his politics, you almost have to be ashamed in certain groups. Because motherfuckers like me, I'm looking at a motherfucker like, bro, you supporting that? You goofy as fuck. But now these other guys got the same platform, the same format, the same idea, the same belief system. Now they they a little bit more savvy with it. They ain't talking shit. They ain't calling women bitches and grabbing booties and all that. They ain't doing that. So no. now, wow. Wow, we can we can still push our agenda, but we could do it with clean gloves. Right. And you know just, and just think about it. And it's it's always been another leader that's worse, that feeds the people's egos, privilege, and protects the status quo. It's always been a replacement. 
Mm-hmm. So, so we for everybody to be talking about Trump and hyping Trump up the way that we did or whatever, and giving him that much notoriety, we also must know that there's going to be somebody that's way worse than Donald Trump coming next in the Republican. Oh yeah, and they, and they lining up to take turns right now because there's a bunch of them right now that that's looking like some nice candidates to be like, here you go. The crazy thing about it, as bad as dude was as president. He fuck around and changed the rules a little bit of what the president could do. Because Joe Biden, when he got elected, he came in and he was doing some pretty screwy shit too. Like the first two months that he was in there. Like you ain't supposed to just come and be like, I'm taking the, I'm taking the troops out of Iraq. Like, what the fuck? Who's that? I mean, I ain't saying it wasn't a good thing to do, but you're not supposed to be able to do that. You know, that you get channels, you gotta go through all this kind of type of shit. But he was doing, he was basically, so since Donald Trump came in and did all that crazy shit and started building the wall and all this kind of shit with other people's money and all, now, Joe Biden, you can do half, half is just as nuts crazy shit. And people just like, well, at least he ain't bad as Trump. So now whoever come after Joe Biden, he can do just as much crazy shit too. And we're going to be like, yeah. well, you know, Trump did it. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's, it's just, a, it's going to be, a, it's going to be digression from here. <laughs> Man, it's, digress. Just crazy, man. it's crazy. <laughs> well, like you said, man, to just go back to everything and bring it back to your point, man. It's just crazy to see how motherfuckers really, really, really sometimes damage their own self and their own health systems because we can't trust the healthcare system in the in the country, you know. And that that that's the sad part about it, the sad but true part, man. Because like a lot of folks, like right now, if a person dealing with addiction, like if you're addicted to crack. Or, or or heroin or meth, you will be more apt to be arrested than admitted into a hospital. You know what I mean? And that's some of the stuff that I think about. Like when, when guys is really trying to make a decision, like I want to stop using this, but if I if I go into this place, I'll probably be arrested. Yeah, and but you know the, the crazy thing is, it's not as criminalized as it was when crack was out. No, you remember when crack was out, they was well, that's what I mean. Like they was like crack babies on heroin. <laughs> and right now you getting right now you are more likely to get treatment or to get a second chance than you being locked up now back in back in the days if this was in the crack era oh yeah if you was pregnant and you was like this right now the ec- epidemic right now going on with heroin and meth these right. mothers they're not going to jail uh-uh. our women our people was going to jail Locked up. If you had a crack baby or you had a crack in your system when you got pregnant, they were sending you to prison. They was locking you up as if you tried for attempted murder and some manslaughter, attempted manslaughter is what they charged. It was weird. They was locking people up and it's still people right now locked up. If you don't believe me, it's still a prison's full of people that's in there for crack. Mm-hmm. To this day, while we're talking about people getting treatment for a drug that's two times worse than crack, right. heroin and meth. And opioids, fam. It, it it just makes no sense. But then again, like we said, always goes back to who is done to. Who is it? who is it? Ain't it? What what's done? It's who is done to. <laughs> and we keep going back to this same theory that we keep going like that we know, and it's a fact because we can go back and trace all of this. So if there's anybody out there that's like, no, that's not. How... Yeah, all right. Go sh- go show me. Show me the numbers because I'll show you the numbers. You can go find it. It's public knowledge that this is what was going on, and we see what's going on right now. Yeah, right. It's visible. So it, it's definitely one thousand percent visible, and that's why I said when people be trying to say like trying to act like they don't see it, 
that ignorance game don't don't buy it for me. I ain't, I ain't taking it. Everybody don't get no card. Like that, that used to work a couple years ago, maybe 10 yeah. years ago. But now the, the information is too prevalent. It's too easy to come across now. The internet yeah. and Google and all that has made everything. Ain't no, I didn't know. No, yeah. but why not? If you, <laughs> if you, if you didn't know, you don't want to know. So, yeah, exactly. and that's on you. So, <laughs> so if you got the, if you got the right to open your mouth and say something foolish, you don't get this energy like everybody else. So just know that. <laughs> you ain't getting no pass. Ignorance is not not an excuse anymore. But I ain't want to stay on that too long, man, and get too deep into it. But I want to move on to sports. You know what I'm saying? I want to um give a special RIP to my man Pacquiao. You know what I'm saying? Uh what? he gotta know when to fold him. <laughs> no when to hold him. <laughs> boy boy got his ass lumped up by his hey. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if dude was just that fast or what, but he made Pacquiao look. So I ain't never seen Pac-Man move that that slow in the ring. So like you said, I think it may be just been time for him to get out of there. But either dude was I, I don't know. It looked like uh, the Flash, the superhero, the Flash. It looked like he was just running in and pop, 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 and then backing up. He was <laughs> just putting paws on it. Like and what 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 the difference was for me was is 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 you his height, his his height. You could tell his reach. Yeah. One of his arms was about the length of Pacquiao's body. Body. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bebo Lottie got more arm than he got he body. Got body. <laughs> he was hacking that motherfucker. <laughs> that jab, that jab alone was That's swelling what him up. That That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It looked like he was just like, and then back up. Bam, hit his ass. He was in fan with the uh, the go-go gadget arm jabs. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) That could have had a motherfucking uh, Mike Tyson punch-out sound. (laughs) (laughs) He was dotting his ass. I was like, damn, not my man Pacquiao. Hey, the funniest thing though, at, 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 at the beginning though, he was taking a little jabs. He was taking him to the chin and taking him to the body blow. But at the at, like later in the fight, you can see he was getting irritated as fuck. Like, how is this long armed motherfucker? Hey, and you, you know when so you know when it's over when all you can say at the end of the fight, well, you know, that's just you know how it goes sometimes. Yeah, no, that ain't hurt. <laughs> no, no, that ain't how it just goes sometimes. <laughs> That that fight go go like that every time with that long. That's how it went today. (laughs) Not sometimes. That's how it went today. Sometimes this time, (laughs) got your ass lumped up. (laughs) You, he had no answer for what it was asking. Like, what happened? Was he just like stronger? Did you? Yeah, you know. (laughs) No, we don't. That's why we asked. No, nigga, no, we don't know. You was the one getting fucked, brother. He did knock some of your sales loose in your head. So when I seen the fight, the first thing the first thing that came to mind was, and you was finna fight Spence? Oh boy, yeah. You was finna fight Spence? He and thought he was. So somebody, somebody I, I commented on somebody's page and somebody commented on and made a, a comment under what I made, like a comment I made on Facebook. And they said, Well, just FYI. Uh, boxers normally uh, have tape on a fighter for about six months or whatever, or this and this and that. I'm like, all right. I thought about it. I was like, maybe you're right. Maybe he didn't get the opportunity to prepare for this this person because he was supposed to fight Spence, but Spence had emergency surgery on his eye, right. so he couldn't. He had to pull out of the fight. My thing is, you you at the top, right? And it, it don't seem like you was gonna be fighting this guy in no time soon. 
but he does have a belt. Yeah. You telling me you ain't never seen this man fight before? Ever? All, <laughs> all I want to know, and I get it. I, I get studying game tape and studying fight tapes and things like that. Preparation. I get that. Preparation is key. All I want to know is what was the adjustment? Because there was no change. Like, he could have watched that motherfucking tape for a year. That yeah. nigga arms was still going to be longer than his body. <laughs> he wasn't getting around that arm lift. How about that? <laughs> So you, how you, many times you rewind the tape, the punch so is still going to look the same in your face. <laughs> he said, so you think when you rewind the tape, his arm's going to get short? <laughs> <laughs> you can't rewind the motherfucking arm. <laughs> and that was my thing. So my thing is this. So it sounds like people was like, oh, yeah, Pacquiao a better fighter than him. Ooh, this and that. He just got, he ain't got time to prepare. Ooh, this and I'm like, so if I'm a better fighter than you, I, I shouldn't have to prepare for you because I'm better than you already. Right. My game plan is going to be whatever it is, right? I'm, I'm a better boxer than you in general. And once I get in there and I see, like, you jab me a few times, I switch it up. Where's the adjustment? That's what you I said. Keep doing that. that was absolutely. Like, what is this corner telling him? Just keep going that, out there? <laughs> he ate that jab all night, and it cost him the fight because that was the one thing that was killing him the entire time from beginning to end. Yep. Now, he had a couple little flurries and did some little Pacquiao footwork and, and got in there and got some punches in. But what I realized was them punches weren't landing. No. He, he was hitting Buddy Arms and, you know what I'm saying, his gloves. Like, so all of that, you're doing all of them sprees, like punches and throwing them flurries and they ain't hitting a whole lot. He, he got a couple licks off, but I tell you the slow motions that they showed of fam jabbing him and hitting him in his face. Yeah. Pacquiao looked confused. Like he was, was asking about math questions. He was landing. He was looking like, I'll eat. Five plus five plus <laughs> five. Say, ouch. He said, ouch. With an ouch. Five plus five is 35. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. According to my recollection. <laughs> he was there was... looking confused. But fam, he, he wasn't the worst that got it. He wasn't, he wasn't the worst that got it that evening. He wasn't the worst. <laughs> I ain't get to see. I ain't get to see the undercards. I ain't get to hey, see it, it, not even on the undercard. I saw some on the UFC. Oh, <laughs> I want to say rest easy to UFC fighter Roosevelt Roberts. See, they were talking about. I ain't see it. I ain't see that. Who was who was hit with what they called a spinning wheel kick that knocked his soul into the nosebleeds, <laughs> and his his soul watched his body. <laughs> Get attended to by emergency staff. Hey, they said they said the whole body seized up. Bro. I ain't see it. I gotta go hey. back and do my research. I ain't see. It. They said his body clenched up so motherfucking. It was like a spinning. He got hit with like a spinning roundhouse kick, man. Like <laughs> some Bruce, and, some uh, some uh, uh some uh, kung fu movie type shit, <laughs> bro. And it landed. His foot like curved around <laughs> fan face. <laughs> Like a car accident. <laughs> I was like, damn, he kicked fam so hard. I, I grabbed my jaw, fam. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah, you spit your ice out your drink. Ooh. <laughs> he got kicked so hard, I grabbed my jaw, like, mm, I felt that. <laughs> Hell no. Hey, fam, no. the first thing I saw. You see some shit like that, you feel a little, a little uh, chill in your body. <laughs> 
and when he hit the ground, fan, the only clip I was thinking from in the movie is when uh, life when they when they ran up on Claude and them was fan that was on the ground. He's like, yeah, he just drunk. His buddy was like, look like that feel of diet. <laughs> look like he diet. <laughs> Oh, no. Kicked that nigga soul out of his face. I was like, damn. I was so <laughs> sad for him. I was like, damn. That's a... and, and you know what I always think about situations like that when you like your MMA fight or a boxer and you get knocked out like that. <laughs> Man, what you tell your kids? No, no. What what happened to your kid is like you know because them guys they get paid pretty well and shit like that. What if your kid is not in this business, dressed up, g'd up? It's the first day of school. You know, so the first day of school coming up. He just show up at the school, and then all of a sudden, the kids got the phone out with his daddy getting his shit. The life kicked out the fuck out of him. <laughs> like, what y'all do on the first day of school? We didn't do what y'all daddy, what your daddy did this, on this video. <laughs> As a matter of fact, speaking of first day of school, is he is he woke today? <laughs> or did you get yourself dressed for school? <laughs> is he still knocked the fuck out? Like, speaking, of, speaking of the first day of school, this nigga schooled your daddy with this kid. <laughs> Man, I was so weak. Like I was thinking about that. Like every time I see somebody get knocked out, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Is like, what you gonna tell your kids? Because <laughs> you know, because you know, kids. It don't be lasting as long as I be thinking it's supposed to. Because remember when they Robinson got knocked the fuck out? Yeah. Like that shit don't be lasting long. Like I be like to me, I ain't never letting that shit go. I ain't never gonna forget. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but it don't be lasting as long, you know what I mean? I don't know, I guess it's just social media and stuff, it's just too much stuff to talk about to hold on to some things, but I'd be like, nah, but remember when Nate was laying on the ground, though? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it, it lasted for, but the thing is, though, it's like, it don't last as long, but the sting is a lot worse. And a lot more immediate. Man, it's a lot worse and a lot more immediate, and it, and it reach more people. Yeah. Unfortunately, or, or fortunately for the people that get knocked out, People got a, you know, what I'm saying a quick attention span. Like it's, it's gone right. quick. Bam. Right, right, right. It's gone. It, 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 you ain't gonna stay there too long. Right. You ain't gonna dwell on it too long because something else gonna happen within the next couple of days, and they're gonna be on to that. And you know, what I'm saying their attention span is all over the place. It's, it's short and quick. So, but at the same time, it reach a lot of people. <laughs> and the thing is, it'd be so funny. Like it ain't like they just be under like, oh, this nigga got knocked out. With the memes and the stuff they're able to do now, and the, the Photoshop and the way they're able to edit these pictures. Bro, I'd be dying. Like when it, whenever it's something funny like that, that I literally I could spend like an hour just watching them. I'd be dead, bro, because some of the shit gets so creative. I just be like, man, they got to do with that shit. They really got to do with that shit. Like when they had the little sleeping pills and all the that night, type of the shit. Nick Will. Yeah, the Nick Will. <laughs> bro, I was man, they got that shit, bro. They hey, fans. The one that really killed me, fam, is when they had Nate Body land in the ring and the Mike Tyson punch out ring. <laughs> And Matt was standing over him with his hands up. <laughs> bro, that would have me dead, bro, because you really had to, like, play the game and remember that, G. Because oh, when, 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 when Matt used to beat them guys, they looked like they was dead. Like, oh, that's how like he dead. <laughs> that looked like he dead. <laughs> Somebody can get a Hoyt. Man, speaking of getting Hoyt, <laughs> you see all these goofy motherfuckers trying to do that crate challenge. <laughs> oh, when you jumping on love? Man, bro. Come on, dog. Man, I just seen so many disastrous falls on those crates, man. I was like, and who is I said, is anybody watching this and seeing how other people is falling and falling on this one dude fell arched back over one of the crates, like <laughs> with the sharp part. 
and Tom, I thought dude was dead. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out, like, do they do they make that actual jump before they try to record it, or is this their first time trying to make that jump, or what's the deal? Because I be looking like, nigga, did you practice that first? Because you look like you wasn't gonna make it anyway. And so now they you got they a bunch walk of up in your spine. So you supposed to walk up and walk down the other side, like fam. This shit unstable as hell. You ever try to stand on one mill crate? You trying to try to stand on like six of them stacked up at the same? All right. Okay, well, guess what? Take this injury with you. Yep. So these mothers doing that to us from the ghetto Olympics. Like, okay, I don't want no gold medal for that. <laughs> you about to get a hospital bill. That's what you about to get. What'd you win? A hospital bill. Man. <laughs> and an we can tell them motherfuckers that ain't got no job. They ain't got nothing to do tomorrow. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You can fall off the top of that shit and break your motherfucking neck, man. And be paralyzed forever time or something. You know what I'm saying? Create challenge. Like, no, I'm good. I ain't doing none of that. You won't catch me doing nothing that could lead to serious injury <laughs> that I shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> I told motherfucker the only way I use a crate and I had that motherfucker on the uh, light pole in the alley. <laughs> That's the only way I use a crate. Other than that, I don't want to use no crate for shit. The last time I saw a crate like that, like you said, it was for basketball. They wanted to try to, to walk on. <laughs> no, it wasn't for that. Maybe don't sound have like that's what it's supposed to be used motherfucking for. vinyl records in it or some shit like that, but it wasn't for walking. On the real. But now, uh, you, you watch any football this weekend? What your team do, man? They man, I, ain't get, I was support. I was, I was at the motherfucking Packer game again, man, out there dealing with these losers, man. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I mean, y'all got Aaron Rodgers. It is what it is. All I know is that you're supposed to show some signs of we might be okay this season. And Packers ain't Packers ain't showing none of no no signs of none of that. You got the Jets fucking you up, the Texans that fucked you up. Like what y'all doing? Now, and I get it. These guys are just trying to play for a spot and stuff like that. But I just want to see it make it seem like y'all could win the game. That's all. Like the Colts, they made it seem like they could win the game. They lost. I don't know who the fuck their quarterback gonna be, but they made it seem like they could win the game. Like they, they love like these motherfucking Packer fans, bro, and they be so delusional. And I think it's because they be drunk. I'm gonna be honest with you, because I was at the game before the game, motherfuckers go pack, go this, and falling into the stadium and shit like that already drunk. So maybe that's why they don't know what the fuck their team look like. But I be knowing, I be looking. Uh, I mean, no, how, 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 what the what the Niners look like? I didn't see their second uh, pre. I, I watched their actual first preseason game, but I didn't see this one. We won, but it wasn't pretty, man. You know what I'm saying? Garoppolo was, again, overthrowing people, underthrowing people. Why is he doing that, man? I don't know, man. Like, he get happy feet. You can tell when he about to mess up in the game. He just started dancing in the pocket like Gregory Hines. Started <laughs> dancing and shit. When he started doing that, he's like, oh, he like, all right, Garoppolo Hines, damn, bro. So, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. Like, so, I don't know, man. But then Trey didn't look too good for a minute either. So he had some good and bad moments, and Garoppolo had some good and bad moments. But yeah, then we had get Trey Lance a rookie, man. He's supposed yeah, to do some right. shit like that right now. That's and what you, you, you expect that, but at the same time, it's like they got to make it. At, at some point, they're gonna have to make a decision. I think they're just loyal to Garoppolo at this point, to where he gonna end up starting. I don't think he gonna finish the season. I think at some point they're gonna put Trey Lance in, and, and at this point, it's like, why you you've done all of that to get him there? You might as well go ahead and put him in and, and let him let him learn. I mean, my, my my thing is this, man. Like you know, and and I don't I don't think the 49ers is, is a dirty organization by any means. I think they one of the most classy organizations, like to, over time that we've been seeing in the NFL. You know, all ever since Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, all them over, they always been all class. I think they they just they feel like they owe it to Jimmy G to to at least let them get out there and play a game or two or whatever. 
But they really, I feel like they know they're ready to pass the torch and move on. They just really do it out of respect because they're they're a class organization. And they, I can't, you know, I can't say nothing bad about that. You no, know? And, and you know what? They go, it's going it's gonna to come down to that. Jimmy G either going to play his, play himself out of his position or he's going to get injured, which right. we know both of those are a high possibility. Yeah, I'm going to say very likely. <laughs> it's very likely with him, especially the injury one. Like, the odds of him being healthy the entire season is almost next to nil in my oh, mind. No, I ain't never I mean, seen play no whole so, season. In my I mean, I guess we'll see how it plays out. But then we had some uh, a few key injuries to one of our linemen and one of our linebackers. You know me. I got I still got PTSD from last season when we had all yeah, those injuries. You start so seeing guys any, go down. Anytime I see somebody grab something, I'll be like, nah, I started. They're gonna see like that. like, nah, not again. <laughs> I just want to make sure that we got a healthy squad this year, man, because I think we can really compete this year if, if, if we stay healthy, man. But we'll see how it goes. But hopefully those guys, you know what I'm saying, get well. Uh, but also saying that there's a, a nice um, outbreak of COVID in the NFL right now on certain teams and, and staff and shit like that. So I'm hoping they get that under control before the season actually hit and, you know, saying they really start getting into the swing of things. I hope they figure out a solution on how to figure out how to quarantine people and not get other people affected and affected and shit like that. So, cause I definitely, like I said, I want this season to pop off without no major interference from COVID. Right. Got my, my fingers thing, crossed. <clears throat> you know, I feel like COVID, for what, you know, for what it was last year, I feel like COVID kind of, you know, kind of, it, 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 did, it did a number on certain teams. Like, right when Cam seemed like he was finally starting to get a hold of the team and finally starting to do some normal shit, he got COVID, sat out for two games, or sat out for a game and a half. And to me, he never bounced back. They say they're going to start him again this year. I don't know what's going on over there in New England, but I know that COVID shit kind of affected his, his growth in the season last year. Absolutely. And they, they talking about – He's under COVID protocol right now too, but he's saying it's a misunderstanding. But I'm like, not again, <laughs> not again, bro. not again, nigga. Friend. How we we misunderstand if you got COVID again, nigga? <laughs> and you know when he came back last time, it looked like he played for the little league team. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He he was actually starting to be kind of okay, and he had squeaked out a couple victories. But then when he sat that little shit out, man, they should have just kept him. They should, man. I don't know. They 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 they, they basically embarrassed him. The second half of the season because he was he, he was that bad after he came back. And I also wanted to uh, touch on the, uh, the two young ladies that we had been talking about prior to this podcast, which uh, Shakari Richardson and uh, what's the tennis girl name? Damn, why am I drawing blank? Uh, uh, Osaka. Osaka. Yeah, Naomi Osaka. Yeah. Uh, Naomi. So yeah, both of those ladies returned to their respective sports and took huge L's. Major loss. Took I major saw the, I saw the Shikari race. Yeah, so it's like one being after one being suspended and the other one being away for mental health reasons, they came back and took those L's, man. And, and normally they got to get that energy, but I'm sending them positive vibes that way, both of those young ladies, because it just looked bad, man. And I don't know if it's just mental health and they just mentally in a different space right now. They definitely didn't look like themselves. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely cut them some break and cut them some some slack and. Hopefully, especially under the circumstances that they're dealing with, they definitely get a pass on this situation. But I hope to, to see them rebound from what they're going through right now because they definitely didn't look like themselves. And either one of them, right. and her matches and, and definitely in that race. No, and that'd be my thing, man. Sometimes, and I love athletes being able to have a voice and make a statement and utilize their platform. But like I was saying on the last podcast, when do it get to the point where 
you know, you're away from the game so long on some, you know, political statement making type of shit. When you get back in, then you're not that same individual. Or it's going to take you some time to get back to being that same individual. That's what I don't like to see because, you know, just like with a Simone Biles type situation, you know, mm-hmm. what they were saying was that, you know, she'll never be in that form again. Like she was in a peak form physically and stuff like that. And she was bouncing back. They skipped the Olympics one time and they tried, they forced it and made it happen again and all this kind of crazy shit. So they were saying, you know, she might have missed her window, you know, but and, and and to me, fuck the window. To me, your mental health and your personal health is is way more important than the sport that you play. But at the end of the day, if we making these statements and, and being these all star players, I don't want to see us miss out on our gift and our talent because we're trying to make political statements. We saw what happened with Colin, Colin Kaepernick. We don't know if he's good or bad right now. We don't know when we can make a play in seven years. So we don't know. But and, what he did now, you know. And we don't know. Like you said, he sacrificed a lot. And people don't look at it that way. But who knows what he's going through mentally. Right. I mean, we don't. We, that part we don't hear about at all. We just right. hear about what he sacrificed financially and what he did career-wise. But I mean, as far as his personal life and what he's, what he's suffering through, who knows what he's going through. I'm sure he's going through hell. You right. know what I'm saying? Not being able to play the sport that he loves and then also, you know what I'm saying, having to fight those internal battles that did, did he do the right thing and right. back and forth with himself. So, Right, because that's the thing. Like a motherfucker like him, you know, a lot of the guys in football particularly, you get taken out of the game due to injury. You get taken out of the game due to physical health reasons, not mental health reasons or not a political stance. So he got to have some demons that he's fighting and, and, and questioning, you know, because he was actually in physical good form. Like he wasn't starting for nobody at the time, I don't think. But, mm-hmm. he, but he was in good form. Like he could have done some shit. But now we don't even know. Like, well, I don't know. Like, shit. I mean, the coach need a quarterback nigga come try out. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. Uh, they just said that on Madden, on the new Madden game, that they got uh, Kaepernick coming back to the league in the Madden game. <laughs> yeah, I, I said he, he he got a better chance of coming back in that video game than he doing the actual <laughs> I was about to say. They're not that's trying to get his nigga only, no that's chance. That's the only way we're going to see that nigga's on Madden 21. You talk about motherfuckers taking the stance. They took a hard stance on not letting him back in the league. Man, that they was did a true version of black ball right there. And they did it so cold in front of everybody. And then looked at us like, what? What yeah. we do? What yeah. y'all talking about? <laughs> y'all don't like it? So what? <laughs> and then... And then blackballed him so long to where when people start saying, we don't even know if he's good no more. Yeah, that's because y'all waited 38 years to even mention this shit. <laughs> like right. you trying to get him back in the league. So, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy how they did, did, buddy, man. But, you know, he sacrificed. He knew that it was going to be a possibility, and he still sacrificed it. So he got to deal with that. And that, uh, like I said, that, that may be mental health for him and that he's going to have to deal with at some point. But who knows? He's He's – He's definitely solidified in our books as a hero for what he did and stood up for the cause. So, right. Uh, also saw. Um, I also wanted to give a uh, some positive eyes out to the Curry family after about over thirty years of marriage. Dale and Sonya is getting divorced. So definitely shout out to their family. I hate seeing families that have been together for so long and marriages that begin together so long break apart like that. So, right. Positive eyes to the Curry family. Yeah, and, and his mama find is a bitch to be old, so y'all better watch out. <laughs> You're on the market, goddamn. I was thinking that when I saw the picture, I was like, she gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, she gonna find the call. I'm like, it's Dale I'm worried about at this point. Dale, sorry, you all right? He's like, what about the family night? Nah, Dale gonna be all right. I'm like, Dale gonna be hurt, but 
She gonna be all right. She'll be, right. be, right. be good. Still got it. I looked at her. I was like, God damn, they mama find her. See, I'm like, bro, can you imagine playing in the NFL and you got to find mama like that playing in the game? Because you know people be saying whatever to get on the game. Bro, I couldn't even imagine. Like, mom, can you not come to the game? Right, <laughs> they try to kill me. Especially That'd basketball, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> game winning free throws in the NBA finals, motherfucker. Yo, I'm fine as fuck, dog. I wish I could fuck with that. Damn, air balls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you disrespectful. But you know, moms ain't got no chill with that kind of shit. So, definitely, but definitely uh, positive vibes to the family, man. Like I said, I hate seeing something like that right. happen, especially after putting all that work in after 30, 30, 30 plus years. So, right. definitely some positive vibes to that family. But did you see the, did you see the video of the fight that broke out uh, at the Steelers and Lions game? Yeah, man, what was that about? Like, yeah. I really, I still don't know what. Actually, I just saw like the skirmish and all that. I don't, I really don't know what it was about. So this the second fight in two weeks. The last week it was at the Chargers game. Buddy got his eye busted open. So yep. fans was fighting. This was a white lady talking to her brother, and eventually it led up to I don't know what started, but it led up to her telling him he need to get out the game, like he need to leave. Wow. Trying to have the audacity to tell fan he need to leave. So then she put her hand on him, like trying to push him out like what? he need to go. So fan moved her arm like, you don't touch me. Fan, she hauled back and slapped skin off fan face. Wow. I'm talking about nasty fan. Like all 1,000% caught all of his face. Knocked his glasses to the side. Knocked his hat to the side. What? He drew back like he was about to knock knock her soul out. <laughs> and then he and then he just stopped, which I'm glad for, because he definitely would have went to prison. Oh yeah, they would have got him. They would have got him, even though he she hit him first. He would have killed her, and she would have went to sleep. So then the dude that she was with decided he gonna jump up and found out that he can't fight. <laughs> hey, hey, that, that's a bad time to discover that <laughs> he got all the energy he got all the woo off the bands put on his <laughs> I was like god damn he beat buddy up so cold then old girl she ain't done she tried to put fam in the boski what put fam in the chokehold damn bro so I'm like this lady but th- we've seen this too many times with women putting their hands on dudes like cause they, they superheroes Cause no, because they for real believe you a man. You can't hit me back. Shit. I said, that she ain't, hit that ain't what a lot of these guys believe. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's what I said. I, I was telling somebody, I said, she hit the right one that day. Because if that was somebody else, and even some people that we know. Yeah, I'm about to say, shout out to what, what man man was that? What man man? <laughs> <laughs> she would have been sleep. <laughs> man, knock the fuck out. She would have missed the whole rest of that game. <laughs> she would have been asleep. They would have had to call the ambulance to take her off that out, out of the crowd. But I'm just like, it just goes back to show you, man, that just people's attitude and, and just privilege just thinking that I can just put my hands on somebody. Yeah, yeah. I can do this. And I'm telling you, you need to lead a game. Like, who like, are you? You ain't security, bitch. Who like, you guys don't tell me to lead. <laughs> and I, I hope, I hope she get mad charges for what she did. Because you know if it would have happened the other way, he would have been in prison. Oh, yeah, he would have been locked up already. If he would have released the cracking on she face, he would have went to prison. <laughs> he would have went to prison, you know what I'm saying? The fans is wilding at these games this year, and it's only week two. So I'm assuming that it's going to get worse throughout the weeks. <laughs> so what, what happened was, and I was talking to a guy about this the other day, man. What happened was, it's a lot of individuals at these games that haven't really been able to go. Because what happened, it, I so I looked into it. 
I was actually going to hit you up, try to see what you had going on uh, last weekend because the Colts played the the, the Vikings. That was okay. a week two. Yeah, so the tickets, my guy, the tickets for the Colts versus Viking game, the Vikings got a brand new stadium, y'all. I don't know if y'all know this, but the Vikings <laughs> stadium is a year old. Brand new stadium. So if nothing else, go to the game for the stadium. You know, if you don't care about the team, go check out the stadium, state of our facility. $7. Seven dollars for tickets behind the Vikings bench, like twenty four rolls up seven dollars, because people still don't know. We don't know if we want to be in those environments yet. We don't know if we want to test our COVID strength or, or, or immunity yet. We don't know. Seven dollars for a preseason game at a brand new stadium, bro. Seven bucks with an upcharge of like two dollars. I could have bought all me and you and all of, all your friends tickets <laughs> and came out there and drove to go to the game. You know, I because I really just wanted to go see. The stadium, you know what I mean? I knew right. the coach wasn't really going to be on it like that. But that's why a lot of this crazy stuff is happening right now. When was the last time motherfucker been able to get preseason tickets for $7? Man? The Packers tickets were $7, too, mind you. I that's that's crazy, man. So I, I hope something get figured out, man, because this I don't want to see nobody get hurt. But I hope there's some justice in this situation. And I hope Buddy don't get charges pressed on him because he definitely got aggression. Shorty should be. Yeah. If he get charges pressed on him, she better get the same amount of charges straight up. Yeah, because he was defending himself. Because he was definitely like that. That was uncalled for. Because she put hands on him immediately. Like he didn't even get a chance to finish his sentence before she slapped skin off his face. <laughs> and my thing is, like, you think about this. So that video is going all over, right? It's all over the internet right now. He got to go back to where he lived. Like, he he got to deal with that. You know how we are in the hood. Yeah. Like the, he going he getting some energy for that when he get back. He can't even argue with his girlfriend no more. No, you. But think about this. Think about the situation that could arise from that situation. He go back to his hood. Everybody done seen it. He yeah. say some. He say something to somebody, and they be like, "Fam, I know you ain't talking. <laughs> Not you, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how that can turn out into a situation. Now, yeah. this situation ain't similar to the situation that old that he got into with old girl. Now something really got to happen. Right. Cause he really gonna be ready to aggress somebody now. <laughs> yeah, you gotta prove yourself, nigga. You gotta prove you ain't no host. And that's crazy because now, all because of that, now this may cause him to get in way more trouble than he would have got in then trouble. Then he normally would have, right? And that's nuts. And be all because of somebody at the game decided that she was gonna put her hands on his face. But that man, that's crazy. So I hope she get whatever consequence she got coming to her because that shit can lead to other shit that he gonna have to deal with now. That he right. gonna have to go back to his hood and have to deal with. Right. So, and shout out to the sports fans out there too, man. Y'all, I mean, as much as we excited to have these, you know, seasons come back and sports and they let, allowing us back into the stadium and stuff like that. Let's 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 really um you know let's really respect the game we're going to see, man. And if you're not willing to do that, just watch it from the crib. You know, the beers is a lot cheaper at your house anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, let's let's really if you're gonna be out there, man, take it for what it's worth and, and make it a good experience. Because that's what it's really supposed to be about is the experience, man. Whether your team win or lose, you know, I know we got a lot of diehard fans out here. But, man, just enjoy the game, man, and especially preseason because it don't even count, y'all. So, so if y'all listen to the podcast, man, just just, just, just keep it smooth, man. Keep it easy because the last thing we want to do is, you know, be a detraction from the game. You know, they start considering, well, why why we got them in here anyway? You know, it's still COVID out here and all that kind of stuff. So, let's not, let's not make it something – Worse than it had to be because I want to go to at least two or three games this year, man, even in the cold. And I, I really don't like going to the cold games, but 
And when you miss a year, you sacrifice some shit. So y'all, y'all keep it smooth about that, man. Absolutely, because we definitely, like I said, I want this this season to jump off without any incidents. So, and in order for us to do that, we got to have everything in order like we supposed to. <laughs> yep, yeah. So um, I kind of want to uh, touch on something real quick and give people some knowledge on, on mortgages before we get up out of here. But I uh, kind of just want to speak to people about anybody that's about to make a major investment. Obviously, right now, the way the market is, is probably not a good idea to buy right now. It's a definitely 1,000% a seller's market, but it's starting to cool down a little bit. Right. But ever since we've been shorties, man, it, we've been told that owning a home is financial freedom. And yes. it's, it's a goal of most people to own a home at some point. And this is actually one of those those uh, transitioning stages of being becoming an adult is owning yep. a home. But um, before you do so, make sure you look into it. And, and you know, mortgages, the odds are stacked against you from, from, the, from the get-go. Because chances are you will never really outright own the home. And, and it's like they said, it's something like a 90% chance that you're actually going to lose money. And then the banks, you know what I'm saying, depend on the fact that you're going to lose money. They profit off of that. Right. So I just say this to be a reminder to everybody that's before you make a big investment like that and before you think about it, it was sold to us as a dream. That don't mean that it, it won't turn into a nightmare or it can't be a nightmare. Right. So learn all you can before you make a big purchase slash investment like that about you know mortgages percentage rates and all of the other shit before you make that kind of big investment and understand sometimes just because they told us that it was a dream to own a home that don't mean that it's always the right thing to do for you financially because you might not be in that space to own a home and don't let them trick you into a loan that you shouldn't have because that happened too which caused the you know send the housing market to crash many years ago so just 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 reminding people to be be cautious about making a, a big investment like that because sometimes it's not always in their favor. All right. And one of the things too, pro, um, and I'm glad you pointed that out, man. Don't, y'all, y'all don't forget about the word appraisal. Make sure you're utilizing that word in your vocabulary when you're looking at any property. I think get it appraised, man. Get it appraised. So just because they say what it's worth to them don't mean that the market say that. You know, right. so you got to really realize what the market value is of the property you're looking at. And the best way to do that is to get an appraisal. And an appraisal, a good appraisal, if you got somebody that you trust, you know, you write around $150, $200, $100, you know, for a good price. That $100 could save you such a headache, save you so much, you know, time in the long run. Don't never be afraid to get a, a property looked at in the price. Excuse me, looked at in the price so that it matches the, uh, the, the, the fair market value. Right. Absolutely. So on, on that note. Hey, real quick, real quick, no, go, real quick, real quick, before we go. So it was a question. The guy okay. said, Hey man, I love y'all. Not wait, hold on. Let me read. It. I love y'all knowledge and ability to speak about current artists or past artists in the industry. I love the repaint value of the week. Who are these artists that y'all speak about? Like Joe Buttons, Lloyd Banks. Uh, he said something about Rolls Royce, but he's talking about Royce to Five Nine. I'm assuming, and uh, and a couple other guys that he named. So basically, what he's saying is that like when we talk about like the music industry and stuff like that, we're not talking about primarily about individuals like Drake that's super well-known or, or I don't know who, who even is super well-known right now. Right. We're talking about artists that we like and they've been in the industry and that sort of thing. But he was asking where the where is Lloyd Banks from or, or how do we know him or why would he, what song would he know? Lloyd Banks actually, <clears throat> I don't know if he still is, 
but at one point he was a part of the G Unit. G Unit is a spinoff or or a subsidy group of Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent and his G Unit gang unit. Uh, G Unit was Lloyd Banks, Tony Yayo, and somebody else. I can't. Oh, uh, Young Buck. So that's who Lloyd Banks is. Dude, always been dope. Super, super lyrical. Uh, you know, even when he was rapping with them guys, he was kind of a standout type of artist. And, you know, we just point out stuff like that because it's not being talked about all the right. time. That's what our podcast is about. Um, Royce the Five Nine. Oh, go ahead. What you about to say? No, and for the most part, like most of the, the music that we, that we shout out is the music that we listen to. I may not per se like listen to the same thing that other people listening to. So therefore you might not hear me talk about those individuals like that. It don't mean that I don't listen to some of that music. It's yeah. just not my cup of tea to where I'm listening to it all the time like that in, in, in my in my playlist that I listen to. So um that's a good question. But like we pretty much talk about the stuff that we do, man. We don't try to go outside of bounds and talk about stuff that I ain't really into or that we don't really listen to. Right. I don't really know too much about it. Like I ain't too much of an R and B guy. So most of the time you won't hear me talking too much about R and B. Right. And some of the new artists, you know, as good as they may be or whatever the case may be. I'm like I hear a lot of stuff about a guy named Polo G out there. I heard his new album, but I'm not like a huge fan of Polo G and what he got going on. But from what I understand, he got a pretty decent movement going on. But you won't hear us talk about artists like him unless he's like in the news or something like that. Cause I'm not gonna go just put his playlist on listen and just vibe and work out to his shit. That's not really what I'm doing right now. I'm glad you asked the question because maybe we we could add a segment or a portion to the show where we talk about folks like that. I mean, I'm, I hope you heard the Nas because you mentioned Nas. Nas is actually a uh, artist that he first surfaced in the early '90s, and, and and it's just good to see him still be able to put out music. That's why we was talking about him. Joe Budden probably lyrically, out of all the guys that I heard. You know, really just try to bring lyrics. He's probably one of the top five or seven guys that I could think of. Yeah. Um, but he he actually made a song called Pump 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 It Up, and it was super popular. But he wasn't really even going in <clears throat> lyrically on that song. No, it was called Win because it was like a dance kind of thing. Yeah, but, it was uh, like a radio, so, like a radio hit back in the day when they was pushing radio hits. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it, you you and him was talking about. Guys that, that may not be as popular as um you know some of these other dudes, but when we talking about them, we talking about because of musical substance and the fact that we we just happy to hear them you know out there and still doing music. So don't feel offended, bad. Don't feel lost or left out. And you know maybe there's something we could maybe we could you know maybe look at doing something where we talk about some of these artists that that, that just still hot. They don't get the recognition they kind of deserve and that sort of thing. And I, I mean, I look up music, new music uh, to work out to and like that. So, but if I hear something that catch my ear that I really like, I definitely 1000% put it on the, you know what I'm saying, replay value track of the week. Cause when I hear something, I like it, it the beat, the, the cadence, whatever it may be, the lyrics, how catchy it is, whatever it may be, I'm definitely just rocking with it no matter what. So it ain't just that I just listen to a certain, certain group of people. I don't listen to nobody else. It's just that, my main groups get the majority of the attention. You know what I'm saying? As far as downloading music and things like that. And, and this is a good time, like you said, because of the, the age that we're in right now, the majority of these people that, that we mentioned during the podcast, you can definitely go back 
and Google them or go on YouTube and look up some of their music and, and actually get an understanding of who it is that we're listening to. So you can kind of understand like, oh, okay, I see why these guys listen to those guys. They got a little, exactly. little buzz to them, like whatever, like that. So it can create a little bit of understanding like that as well. But that's definitely a good question, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's helpful, man, to know what y'all be picking up and know what y'all be listening to. Like, we, we literally on here just having a conversation, y'all. So, so if y'all got questions or if, if we talking about some shit y'all don't know or not familiar with, hit us with questions like that, man, because we, we, we just assume that if a person listening to our podcast, they probably into some of the same stuff that we into. If they not, they not. We appreciate all listeners. We thank y'all for being, you know, favorable and, and rocking with us every week. But if y'all don't know what the fuck we talking about, say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, if there's something like, and that's the whole point about educating yourself about some of these things that we, we talk about during the podcast. Hopefully, just having the internet, you can find out some of this information as well with a little research. It, it don't take much. It don't take a whole day. Just type the name in it. It'll, it'll pop up or what, what movies they've been in, what, you know what I'm saying, what uh, movies they scored, um, albums that, that they had out, albums that they got out right now, music that they got out. And you'd be amazed on what artists that they are connected to nowadays, the current artists that they're connected yeah. to music-wise. Yeah, and I don't know, man. I don't know. I thought everybody was up on G Unit at one point. I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe I'm mistaken. But at one <laughs> point, they that 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 first G Unit album actually went double platinum. So yeah. I mean, I ain't trying to say you ain't in the music or, or you missing the mark or whatever. I'm just saying, like for an individual like Lloyd Banks, he was on a, a, a double platinum group album. So right. I mean, do like like Pro said, do a little bit of research, man. Look them up, check it out. I mean, the, the music is still. You know, if you look at the time that it came out, you know, it's still relevant to the time that it came out. So check out some of these guys, man. You know, a man, a lot of them got massive catalogs. So. Right. And they're and they good artists, you know what I mean? So, and they definitely stand the test of time as far as music-wise. So definitely check them out. But that's, again, good question. Like, we appreciate hearing from the fans just in general. So don't ever stop um, sending the questions out. There's no such thing as a stupid question. We definitely answer whatever we can. So No doubt. What else you got for us? Shit, man, that was it. Uh, it was another question on there, but they was basically just asking about Bitcoin or if we had somebody we could bring on for digital currency or cryptocurrency and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it, I, I mean, we could. We could. I think um, I think we learned a lot about, you know, having guests on the show and that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that we won't do it again. I think if we did something, it would be like a dedicated portion of the show to a guest. We won't have nobody come on for the whole, you know, hour, hour and a half, whatever podcast. I don't think we're really going to do that no more just because we got so many. I ain't going to say it was backlash. I just feel like there was comments concerning that, you know. It wasn't positive comments. Right. And and I don't think that – I think it's more – about us not being a guest-driven show, yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. just more about us having a conversation amongst each other. That mm-hmm. that's why the response is like that because people are so used to hearing us that at some point <laughs> that it, it disturbs the flow of what what they used to on the show. And I right? think that's what it was. People get accustomed to the flow of how things go. So, and I don't think it was a diss to the guests or the fact that they didn't like the information that was shared. I think it's like, you know, people just get accustomed to what they used to listen to. Yeah, you listen, like you said, cats are listening for all the wrong and all the right reasons, whatever the case may be. And they don't want it, they don't really want to get it 
twisted. You know, like it's, it's just like a motherfucker. We, if you want lemonade, you know, if you used to drink lemonade, you could drink Tropicana, you could drink motherfucking juice, juice, whatever the lemonade is. You want lemonade. And then when you show up, motherfuckers got grapefruit juice. It ain't the same sometimes. So, dang. So definitely, man. So just keep that. And before we leave, I want to give a a moment of silence for Pacquiao and Roosevelt Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) Fam, you messed up the moment of silence. (laughs) You killed them niggas already. They already (laughs) did. Moment of silence for their souls that got beat up, (laughs) knocked out. Like I hope y'all get those back, and we we wish y'all. A great healing process, and, and y'all get back to what y'all love and that y'all do best. But for right now, hey, shout, hey, shout out to all the kids that started started school back already, and shout out to the ones that's going back, man. Um, y'all be safe, whether y'all in class or virtual, y'all be safe. Shout out to the new graduates, the new freshmen, the new high school students. Let's go, man. Let's get this educational Absolutely. shit popping. Let's get it going. It's, it's a new year. Protect yourself. Be safe. Wash your hands. Carry hand sanitizer. If you're not vaccinated, if you are vaccinated, whatever it is, please still consider be wearing a mask. Do, do whatever you can to protect yourself and your your fellow your fellow uh, comrades and classmates. <clears throat> like I said, we'd like to thank y'all for listening for the wrong and right reason. We appreciate you. We'll see you in the next episode, episode 45. And in the meanwhile, you already know what it is. Here's seeing, feel the movement. Bless up. Peace.